millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Failing Better, a self-improvement comedy podcast with me, Johnny Pelham, and... Me, Sean McLaughlin. Hello. And together, we are... Failing Better! <laughs> I made that one more expressive, I thought. Did you like it? It was very, um, yeah, it was quite graphic, actually. It was, yeah, it was a uh, bit gross. In the middle, it got a bit gross. I yeah, 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 yeah. It, um, it, it was almost a, like a horror film version of it, but I, I didn't mind it. I liked it. I think we should go more different tonally. We need to change the tone of our Failing Betters. Every, every listener, every week we're going to do a new accent. <laughs> And you know how good I am at them. Yeah, we're going to do a new tone. <laughs> and uh, after we're cancelled, we're going to hit it up on Telegraph. Um, how you been, Johnny? You, oh, by the way, listeners, thank you uh, uh, for listening to this once again. The home of Witty Banter, the official home. <laughs> <laughs> we, have t- we have made Witty Banter not just a house, but a home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have had a lot of nice emails and nice reviews and ratings. And so we should probably start this one by thanking you and... Begging you for some more, eh, Johnny? Please, please give us some more. Please, sir, can I have some more? I was being Oliver Twist then, in case you didn't know who I was being. Okay. Um, Five-star reviews we're asking for, specifically, Johnny. Just so keep always keep that in your head. And porridge. I want porridge and five-star reviews. <laughs> if you've got any gruel, send us your gruel to Sean McLaughlin's house. Um, anyway, this is, uh, uh, this is going to be a good episode. We're talking about a lot of things. I've been to the BAFTAs, Sean. That's the main thing we got to go into, first section. I've been to the goddamn BAFTAs, my rightful place. As I was there, I thought, this is where I belong. What was I doing in a comprehensive school? I should have been at the BAFTAs all along. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with this country, isn't it? Is 90% of the country went to comp schools, but the 10% who got to go to the BAFTAs for their education brought everything. And I did learn a lot there. I okay. Hard. Well, let, let, should we go in? We, let's, let's go, go into, into it. it. Let's go into it. How did your day start? What 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 does it mean to go to the BAFTAs? Did, well, did you we, get... we, we stayed at a very fancy hotel that someone told me about. I don't know if it's true. It cost £900 a night. But I don't know if that can be true because that's so, like, it would, that must be for, like, the exec suite, which we were not in. Where we was in, it? Where was the hotel? It was, like, looking overlooking the Thames. It wasn't great. Obviously, there's sort of naked models and, you know, like, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't amazing, you know, a bath, a violin. But, um... Uh, it was. It was I, don't, I think I said a bath in there. So baths were amazing. Wasn't amazing. It had a bath and a violin. I don't really. Um, I'm no, every everything you say about this hotel makes me less clear about what it was. It was just, it, to be honest, it was just a regular, quite posh hotel. To be honest, um, 
But it was, the, the funniest thing was in the morning, uh, Sophie had like a stylist, uh, a hair and makeup person, and um, who else was there? There were just lots of gay men, Sean. I was surrounded by incredibly fashionable gay men. When I told them uh, my suit was from m and they looked at me in such a disgusting <laughs> way. <laughs> well, I so, thought you looked really sharp, though. I saw the. I thought, I thought it, it fits really well. Well, that's the thing about being a man. You realise realize how sort of helpful it is that, you know, the patriarchy doesn't extend... Like, men can just wear a suit and it's mm-hmm. completely fine. Whereas Sophie had to spend so long getting ready... And there was like, I was just dashing around trying to give everyone a cup of coffee, like a, like a Jeeves. I was actually Jeeves. In, I was just like <laughs> handing out coffee to people who I felt so intimidated by their fashion. You know, cause, and they're all sassy and like, they're the opposite of me. I think you're pretty sassy. Do you think I'm a sassy? Well, a sassy? I mean, you tell me to go fuck myself an awful lot. I, does that count as sassiness? I think that lacks the wit. I think if like a drag queen thing was just go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were more witty. But at one point, the, the hairdresser and the makeup artist started having like a spat about what should happen. And it was quite. Because the hairstyle wanted to like put Sophie's hair up in like uh, quite an extreme. Uh, who's that woman who Angela Rayner got compared to who like folds her legs? Basic instinct. Sa- Sharon Stone. She, he, the hairdresser wanted to do like a Sharon Stone hairstyle, and the makeup artist thought it was bad. And, I, and then one point, so he said, what do you think, John? Never has a more pointless question been asked. I, was, God, I don't know. Your, your, your whole view about hair is, will, will 16-year-olds in my neighbourhood keep making fun of you <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah. I, I was just like Switzerland in the war. Like, I mean, everyone's going, <laughs> <laughs> give me your gold. Um, so that was very fun. And eventually I just took myself for a drink because I realised I, um, I was no help. I just well, you're also an alcoholic, so of course you did. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, Johnny, how early into the process? This is obviously for new listeners who should know. Johnny's uh, partner, Sophie Willen, who's been a, 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 a guest yes, on this podcast. Go back to that episode. Uh, do go back and listen. Um, but she's sort of a supporter of this podcast. Now, how early into the day did you start planting the idea, you know, if you win, you need to you need to plug the podcast? I mean, was that straight? Was that like as soon as you woke up in the morning? I, I woke up screaming it. I thought, don't, I, don't, I thought, don't go subtle, don't go subliminal. I just said, plug the bug ass if you went. <laughs> just repeatedly. That's why I say I went for a drink. I got banished by security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked me out of the hotel. Fair enough. Uh, and I was just screaming, failing better at them. Um, but that was always that was always the plan. And, you know, and it was exciting. The good thing was when we got there, there was free champagne. And I'm not someone who can, you know, some people can drink, drink. This is quite a big event. I mustn't get pissed on all this free champagne. I'm not that person, Sean. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. So yeah. I just, I was just getting hammered. <laughs> and what time was this? So you, did you get, you get a limo there? We got uh, Sophie it, talked to the Uber driver, a guy called Yusuf. He's got an Uber. Awesome. But he said he was got a Uber chauffeur. to the BAFTAs. <laughs> but he said he was a chauffeur, but he was not a chauffeur. He was he was really angry with so Sophie came up twenty minutes late and he was like, You're late. What time is this? You're, you're late. <laughs> <laughs> it was he was so furious. And then he kept calling throughout the the day. Sophie said like, you, you probably pick me up at like two AM if you're still around. He called at like six PM, seven PM, eight PM, nine PM. Every time you're like, Where are you? I'm outside. Like it didn't make any sense. He was, he was, I don't know what he thought being a chauffeur was, but he was just insanely angry with everyone. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. He sounds good. So it's what? It's, uh, it's, it's still like, daylight at this point. Yeah, it's like 1pm or something. 1pm. Yeah. You turn up at the Bafties. Yeah. There's red carpets, fun. Red it's carpets. Just... And you get out onto the red carpet. Yeah. 
And now, people are going wild for me. They're like, failing better. It's like, it's failing like, better. <laughs> just do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, Martin Freeman's a bit annoyed because I'm taking all the... I'm taking all the... <laughs> but like, Martin, get out of the way. That's Tim, half Tim from the better. office. Tim yeah. from the office. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, who, was it, who was the biggest star you saw on the red carpet? I mean, did you... I mean, at what point... What was the wattage? It must have been delirium. It was... Pretty, it it yeah. was like... Uh, Graham Norton was there. I guess... Um, Martin Freeman was there. That woman from Killing Eve was there, whose name I temporarily forgotten. And all this, all on the red carpet, or is this when you got in? Oh, this is when we got in. So when we got in, who was on the red carpet when we got on? I tell, I can't remember. Some woman who is like in an Irish indie. She's like an I. She's an indie actress. I don't know who she was. But the um, the autograph hunters were awful. At one point, she went over to them and they, and so, like a fifty year old man went, "Oh, good girl." Well done, good girl. To like, to like a incredibly beautiful twenty-one-year-old star. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You can all tell they were bullied at school. And, and if you're not, and how many if you're people? Not a I apologise. How many people asked for your autograph? Um, and my wrist was aching by the end. Yeah, but I'm not asking about what you were doing in the toilets. I'm talking about what. How did the oh, autographs right, yeah. go? No one asked. No one asked for <laughs> I am loving this. I, I I just want to say I'm delirious. <laughs> Johnny Pelham is at the BAFTAs. He's got in an Uber. <laughs> right, an so angry you, Uber driver. They definitely gave us one star of a view as well. So you get in there. Yeah. You've seen us, some stars. Seen some stars. Three, at one point I turn around, like, what are those like bigger than normal bottles of champagne, like Magnum of champagne? Yeah, yeah. There were three people holding Magnum of champagne around me in like a semicircle. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts and my eyebrows just went like you know sometimes like people talk about the liberal elite not having any understanding of the working person mm. I thought I get it I'm surrounded yeah, by champagne here yeah um, yeah I mean it's the BAFTAs though it's not like it's a usual it's not like yeah, you were going true. to work you were no, at a, a major event um, um, and it was great and then what was really funny is um Sophie before was like, look, if I want to win, if I win, I want to be dignified. You know, I'm always sort of swearing. I just want to be like, I want to hold it together. Yeah. And anyway. at which point you went, well, I believe the most dignified thing you could do is plug our podcast. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, said, yeah, look, yeah. Fate, we've got to get it out there. We've got to, we've got the, we've got the, the, the sky writers flying over at 3 p.m. <laughs> if you want to maintain your dignity, and that goes to you two listeners listening at home or wherever you're listening to it, in the gutter or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, guys... You want to be classy in your life? You gotta just promote the pod. You just gotta get out there on your front door and just go failing better as loud as you can. And then what? What could happen is someone else, a street away, might hear this, the, the sound and take it up. Mm. We might get a spontaneous failing better roar throughout the UK. Oh my god! What a feeling that would be. From so Coventry this is- to Dewsbury, everywhere important. Let, let's just pause the podcast now, listeners, before we carry on. And I, we either want you to, to on your doorstep, scream, failing better. And if you can send a recording of that to us on email or at failing pods, or maybe just go into your Twitter and just in all capitals, just type failing better. Let's, yes. This is a movement, and that's that's how you're going to get classy. And also, we if you ever thought maybe I should get a tattoo, what should the tattoo be? The tattoo should be failing better. Yes. It should be on your forehead, ideally. Anyone out there wants to get a failing better uh, tattoo on their forehead, me and Johnny want to make this offer to you. <laughs> 5% reduction on all merch. <laughs> and uh, who knows, maybe a BAFTA will be part of the merch. 
Well, let's see. Let's find out. So, you're at the BAFTAs. They have, they, it starts. Sophie doesn't win Best Show, so Best Comedy Show. That goes to Motherland, which is also an excellent show. Oh, you don't have to say that anymore. Come on. All right, Motherland, which is frankly a disgrace. I mean, Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. um, And uh, the other one, Sophie, is one... If she's won anything, she's won Best Show and not won Best Actress. So we're both thinking, there's no way she's going to be Best Actress. You're thinking, this is is a washout. I've hitched hitched my wagon to a fucking loser. I'm (laughs) trying to speak... I'm trying to flirt with Holly Walsh. Thinking, why am I? Why am I fucking years wasted? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, um, and it, they're long as well. They go on for ages. Like it's three hours of people going, "Thank you to my nan." Um, that's your what Sophie did, actually. They're all doing it to your nan specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my nan was an inspirational woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly in the arts. Um, and so then it gets called out. Sophie's one best actress. She bolts like a horse. Like, she, like, she, like she, I turn on and she's just gone. And Sophie runs like a cartoon grandma. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's like she, she's hunched over. All, every bit is like furiously going. But like her steps are so tiny. Yes. She's like running on there. She's like, a, she's like a Cockney market stall trader. Yeah. And she's got flipping all the plods around the corner. <laughs> But she's got no speed. She, she, it's so much effort. For, it's such an inefficient way of running. So she like runs up the, um, runs up the. And at, you, and, and at this point, you must be thinking, failing better's numbers are about to go through the fucking roof. Oh yeah, that's she what... is about. She's about to deliver to the to the nation. A, a solid endorsement of, of this podcast. I'm excited. I am thinking, it was worth it. I'm, I'm deleting the tweets I've sent to Holly Walsh. <laughs> Babe, the offer's off the table. Yeah, things are going better now. And then she gets up there and just goes, I fucking want a fucking BAFTA! Not allowed to swear. Absolutely okay. not allowed to swear. Okay. And there's a there's a ambiance in the room as everyone thinks, no one else has sworn. She's sworn a lot. Mm. It's It goes out at 6pm on BBC One. Mm. What's going to happen? Yes. Well, it's nice that you're talking about what the ambience in the room was. What was the ambience between me and you? Let's be honest, because between me and you, well, she's well, she's, when... she's about thirty seconds into her speech. Hmm. The words "failing better" have not come out of her mouth yet, and so yeah, you're yeah. thinking, she's, is she going to close with the promotion of the pod? I I didn't think that. I expected that. I was waiting for that. Yeah. And then she did a story, quite a long story, about how her grandma died in the middle of <laughs> and how she'd like to dedicate it to her. And frankly, it was pitiful. That is, and that it- is, talk about negging in life. <laughs> she told a story, my opinion, quite a long story. About <laughs> grandma dying during <laughs> That's one of the meanest things I've ever said. Um, but no, frankly, it was a disgrace. What I'd like to say, John... <laughs> It was a disgrace. The first thing you said when she sat down, what do you think, Johnny? I think that was a disgrace. You didn't mention failing better, and it was a very long story. <laughs> no, really, it was. Um, the thing is, she thanked a lot of people in the um, in the beginning, but it all had to be cut due to all the swearing. Mm, mm. So even if she'd thanked failing better, it wouldn't have made it. Unfortunately, oh, God damn it, that's such a shame. Anyway, anyway. Um, uh, what else? What else happened? Was that an, an after party or something? Were you, after party. Were you, were you able to spread the word about failing better to some of the high rollers there? 
Yeah, got one, got one to see my Apollo. He said, you were very funny. I said, you're very good at making people look good, look good naked. So we had a bit of a chat. And then I said, listen to Feeling Better. And he said, I already do. I'm a Patreon, even though we don't have one yet. Gok, God bless you, mate. Get You've on always the pod. been a fact. Get on the pod. We don't, I'd actually love to get Gok on the pod. I would. How do you think, do you look good naked, Sean? I mean, I, I, I would say he'd have a real job on his hands with both of us. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Imagine if you got cancelled, like, if you went... You <laughs> cancelled? <laughs> He's so ugly that he's been cancelled. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. You, you tried to go on how to look good naked, and they just went, no, <laughs> this, is, this is an impossible task. <laughs> no, there's, there's, you can do a lot of stuff, but aesthetic's still aesthetic, and you look like a shoe. Oh, not very nice, is it? It's not very no. nice. I'm sure, um, Gok, I'm sure Gok, uh, uh, and I know you are listening, Gok, I hope that those views aren't represented by you. No, he was—he was, he was surpri- not surprising. He was particularly lovely. Like he, he was, was surprisingly. Know- lo- Johnny, you are being—you are really negging a I lot. Know, of I don't even mean surprisingly in like because I thought he was going to be a dick. He was just such a lovely man. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this guy could be a friend. Um, you know, which is I rarely meet people because often people are saying, "Please, please leave the, the area." Honest question: Do you th- <laughs> leave the area? Please leave the postcode. Do you think? <laughs> that Gok was thinking the same thing about you? Was he thinking, I want to be this man's friend? I, I, I find it hard to believe he wasn't. But what you've got to understand about these people, you know, maybe, they, maybe he's a better networker than I, but I was just being authentic, I was being raw, I was being truthful, I was mm. screaming, listen to feeling better. And if people <laughs> don't want to hear me and talk to me after that, then frankly, I've got no time for them. <laughs> it's, good to hear. it's good to hear that you at least made the most of it. You're at this big schmoozy after party, you got in Gok's face, and you just screamed, listen to failing better. Listen to failing better, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> so what else were you up to? What was, what was the drink situation at this point? I mean, you must have been three sheets to the wind. I was shit-faced. I was so shit-faced. <laughs> I was talking to quite... I can't remember who was there. And then I turned around to leave quite flabbitely and just walked into a window. Because <laughs> it was... They do... They, I mean, in a way, it's their fault. They cleaned their windows so well. It just looked like air to me, Sean. So I just turned around and smacked my head into it. And who looked around? <laughs> so my, in my head, you'd turn around and you'd have, like, Stephen Fry would be looking at you as Sandy Togsvig. They'd be going, dear, dear, dear. Um, no, who was it? I can't remember who it was now. It was, um, I think, Ashling B was there. Sophie was there. Um, that woman from Sex Education... This is like, uh, it, it was enough people for me to feel really, well, at the time, I couldn't have given less of a shit. I was like, I just walked into a window. Hey. Just want to say um, as well, uh, if, uh, if that woman from Sex Education is listening to the pod, we'd love to get you on. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know her name, so that's... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just look, look, if that woman from Sex no, Education the woman, is listening, nom- I mean, you've, you've made it as clear as it needs to be made, Johnny. She was nominated for Best Comedy Actress. She's a brilliant <laughs> actress. You know, and her performance was faultless and wonderful. I just don't happen to know her name. Well, I, I mean, I think if it was faultless, she would have won. But um, Well, uh, not against Sophie, because she was beyond faultless. Beyond? The only fault she made was not mentioning feeling better. <laughs> fault and, she... And I have you div- as a life partner. I have divorced her since then. <laughs> I said, I got down on one knee, we got married very quickly, and I instantly divorced her <laughs> to get revenge. I said, this is how much of a betrayal it was. <laughs> Uh, what a night, Johnny. Any other stories? Anything else you can tell us about that? God, we, we, one day we're going to get into the BAFTAs. Do you think they'll the best t- podcast. Do they have a podcast award? Not yet, but I think we turn it into such... We turn it into an art form. Before that, it's been entertainment, but when we pod, it is art. It's like Monet. You know when they... Um, 
they're turning podcasts into like TV series and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not happening with us, is it? Like, I think, I, think not... I can see it's replacing Graham Norton. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, actually. We're going to be replaced. Uh, uh, but in, in many ways, I think maybe TV isn't big enough. I think they need to replace... I think it's like a cinema release. The Pope? Do you think we replace the Pope? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, Vat- the Vatican make a... Make a it's like the, well, I've never seen a colour smoke that thick. <laughs> You're all right. The new Popes are failing better. We become the moral, the moral sort of... Pioneers in this world. I'd love um, to be a moral pioneer. I mean, if you thought the Catholic Church was corrupt as it was, <laughs> you wait until we get in there. <laughs> and now they deliver their first mass. Listen to failing better. <laughs> so wise. Ah, <laughs> oh, any other business, Johnny? Someone tried to steal Sophie's BAFTA. Who? I don't. I actually don't know who. But um, genuinely, so, yeah, yeah, I was quite because they don't write the subscript. They don't write like the names on it yet. Yeah. So I guess so no one knows who's <laughs> Do what. You they don't write the subscriber numbers of the yeah. podcast <laughs> of the of the boyfriend's podcast. <laughs> they don't write four on it. <laughs> they don't like negative eighty. <laughs> <laughs> the number of people we've been blocked from. Um, mm. No, someone tried. Uh, Sophie yelled, John. Those people are stealing my bathroom. Because I was, at a diff- I was just walked into a door, you know. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, then I had to go up to them and be like, excuse me, is that your bathroom? And they were oh, no, you're just looking for Sophie. But they just walked away from Sophie. But who was? She, who were they? Do you know? I, I don't know. I was very good at getting the bathroom back. I would be very bad as a police witness. Could have been that woman from Sex Education. Could it have was, been yeah. that bloke from Luther. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. That's the thing about me is I have no idea who anyone is. Yeah, well, um, we're all, we're all, I'm genuinely so delighted for Sophie, very well deserved, um, and here's hoping that she'll maybe come back on the pod and... I'm sure we can get it, if another guest pulls out at the last minute, I'm sure we'll be able to grab her on. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, speaking of guests, we've got an amazing guest this week, we're going to have yeah. a lot of fun, I think, uh, listeners, thank you so much for the kind stuff that you've sent us this week we've had some genuinely nice we're gonna do a we'll do a, we'll do a, a fail bag afterwards a mailbag mailbag you know why don't you like calling it fail bag i just love mailbag it's lovely it's endearing yeah but fail bag is what like fail bag do you is... do you understand what i'm trying to say with this yeah yeah it's like mailbag but but it's fail bag yeah yeah, yeah. because we, yeah but i like mailbag more why don't we call it the mail and fail bag <laughs> The mail and fail bag. Well, um, once again, we've mastered the art of negotiation. You're it's already like learning. Alan Sugar. <laughs> Imagine if who do you think would be better on The Apprentice? We both rock up part of the eighteen. Who do you think is going first? What as, as contestants? Yeah. I I I I think it would be a double firing before even the end of the first task. We go like T- T- Team B are busy preparing their product. They're setting out their stall to sell on London South Bank. Team A, Johnny and Sean, are crying in a prep toilet, <laughs> occasionally barking, failing better at passers-by. No one is sure why they're doing this. This is not ritual. <laughs> the worst thing is, as well, that the, the task could probably be set up a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Still, just absolutely battered. Oh, we'd, um, we'd, I mean, clearly we'd lose at that. Yeah, I mean, in terms of money-making operations, this podcast has been one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. All right, let's 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 talk about that. Come on, uh, Five we're star here reviews, to win. Please, five-star reviews. Keep the reviews coming. Keep subscribing. Follow us 
on Twitter at FailingPod. Um, and enjoy. Enjoy our main section. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, everybody. Thank you for <laughs> a bad start. Thank you very much. Uh, we are here in the main section. My favourite section is Johnny's second favourite section. Is the main section. We have got a fabulous guest. Uh, uh, we've had some very big guests before, um, and now we've got maybe I'd say our our best guest. We've ever definitely had. the best guest we've ever had, and we don't say that every to every guest, Jordan. We don't. Right, best but not biggest. Uh well. We, well, let's put, it, let's put it this way. One third of our guests have won a BAFTA. Um, right. And 50% of the hosts have been to the BAFTAs. And, <laughs> and 100% of the hosts have made a bad impression on BAFTA as an organisation. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's Jordan Brooks. How you doing, Jordan? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're fine. We're pretty good. We're very excited to have you on. We're big fans. You're, are you? Uh, I, I am. I <laughs> I'm an, jo- jo- I'm an enemy. I'm an enemy. Johnny can take you or leave you. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I'm not. I'm not a particularly big fan of my own work. Like if I if it, if I get to see it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I get it. But but anyone, I don't understand people who like the stuff they're in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine ever thinking, oh, I'll listen by choice to something I've done. It's a real shame for going back and trying to edit this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> It is um, it is difficult that I'm very suspicious of those comedians who sort of go, I'm really, really good. I should be doing better. There is yeah. so much evidence yeah. that I'm not that good. Every time I get a bad review, I read it and think that they got the show. They understood what it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's not um, there's not a review I've read that I haven't like begrudgingly agreed with. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's fair enough. Actually, that's that is what I thought. That is what I feared. So yeah. yeah. Um, at this point, we do want to make it clear we would appreciate more five star reviews for the pod uh, on iTunes and stuff. And um, please, like. Good ones, please. Don't don't, <laughs> don't make like funny guy. Oh, we're gonna give him shit reviews now for a laugh. Like that would really fuck our life up. So uh, is it? A po- is it? A, what is this? <laughs> bloody good question, Jordan. It is a self help podcast. Failing better. That's how we begin every episode. Wow, did you guys practice that? Yeah, we yeah. we have two hours coaching. <laughs> <every morning. laughs> 
we've got. We hired David Walliams. In the bins. <laughs> David David Walliams taught us how to get great catchphrases and really make them stick. Um, no, we're basically uh, we're uh, it's like a self help sort of podcast. Johnny's really into self help, and I'm not. Right. And from then, from there, the sort of tension and humour was meant to arise. Um, that was but the intention. Instead, it's just a, we just it's a diatribe of bollocks, sort of, isn't it? Really? I don't know. I think we. I. I, I think it's you know it's the best podcast of the game. Um, <laughs> do you self help a thing you're you're into, Jordan? Is that have you ever been in on that train on that road? Yeah, a little bit. But I, I there's a part of me. I, I. It's not that I don't recognise that it can help. Mm. It's just I don't know if I can be asked. To be better, that's exactly where I. That's exactly you know, where I it's am. Like, well, uh, I, it's a lot of effort to be your best self, and and it just feels like there's no there's no answer. So you're just sort of endlessly chasing a mirage. Um, but you know, I do uh, watch some videos about how to look after yourself and stuff sometimes, and that makes me feel good. Not so good when I've watched like ten of them in a row, and I'm up to like four a.m. being like, my life's going to be tomorrow's going to be so great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to really make some big changes. What I like about it is they're always like, if you drink water and journal, you'll become a millionaire tomorrow. <laughs> like they, are, they very much sell the it's impossible dream. But yeah. I, I think- like, I, we, I've never read any self-help books until we started doing this. And it's, it, it is... Um, the thing is, the, the, the effort they want you to go to, would pre- the, the gains would be so marginal. Like, I just... I can't be asked. I think that's a really good way of doing it. But it's it. all about exponential growth, is it? So you, you get the ball rolling and then eventually you fucking, you know, you're working for Apple. You live in the dream. Yeah. But what, can do you that. do that at like 45? Can you just be like, right, I'm going to work for Apple. I think you can get, send, him a, send him a good CV. Have you, ever, have you written, what was the last time you wrote a CV for? I wrote a CV to try and apply for jobs during lockdown and I was like shocked at how... Like I, I didn't realise I was screwed as a person, and I think yeah. I am. When this when this goes, I'm done. I'm done. like this podcast needs to get good now. Like you two both need to no really pressure, fucking Jordan. get funny. But, like, but we've you, ten eps and we're, we're in the gutter. So if you you can be the app which really swings this around, you can make Sean's career. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure though. No pressure. But please. Yeah. Um, no, have I haven't. Sorry, Sorry go on, John. No, no, I'd like, I'd like to, hear, I'd like to, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Actually, John. I was just going to ask you a question. I think that's bad podding when you interrupt someone about to speak to ask them a question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... No, no, please. I, I wasn't going. I was just going to. To be honest, I was just going to keep talking about the CV stuff, but I hadn't really figured out what well, I was can... going to say. I was just going to start speaking and hope for the best. Well, that makes sense. Well, yeah. this ep is all about how to be a very good comedian, um, because right. you make Sean's wife laugh much more than Sean. So it's, Sean something yeah. that I, it's something that I think about every time I look at or think about Sean. That's really yeah, good to know. It it's is something Sean a, thinks about every second of every day. It is, it is a, <laughs> I, I do use you as the, one of the biggest sticks to beat myself with. <laughs> like my, my, like we were, we, uh, we're both big fans. We went to see your last show. And yeah. she was laughing like so hard that it, I do feel like she was making a point to me. <laughs> like I did take but it. This is how, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just don't know what it's like to make her laugh. I really love my wife. She doesn't find me. <laughs> she doesn't find me funny. She doesn't think I'm a good comedian. I just would love. I would love to just one time make her laugh. So can you just? 
what does she what, see what, in you, Sean? Because I think being funny is such a big part. Like, if you weren't funny, I don't know what you'd have. So what is she see- What is she <coughs> seeing you? Like, what? why does she love you? I, I mean, look, I, I honestly would rather not go down this road because I, I will go into a tailspin. Like... A big, a big, a big thing is I am genuinely worried that she is about to leave me. Um, <laughs> I need to be careful. I, I, I also need to make the listeners uh, aware. Uh, I don't want to talk about it that much because she's downstairs currently doing a speed awareness course on Zoom. So there's a lot going on <laughs> within my property right now. Um, That's what she says, but she's actually watching my videos. You're killing me over here, Brooksy. You are killing me over here. <laughs> she's definitely watched you and laughed, though, and she's definitely she definitely finds you funny. That I don't know. Man. Not if, not I mean, everything's ha ha funny, not... Sean. Not everything's ha ha funny. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're, you're not ha funny. <laughs> He's a really funny husband I've got. Really funny. <laughs> funny little man, isn't he, Sean? I uh, no because I, I I think there's basically. I mean, you're a fantastic comedian, Jordan. I know you may not find, you may not think so, but I think the evidence suggests that you are. And sort of what, when you go out there and you're, and you're you know, you're backstage and you're thinking, I'm going to really go out there and give Sean McLaughlin's wife the best show of her life. <laughs> how do you prepare yourself for that? Can you give me any like hints of how to do that? You're looking for advice on comedy, specifically towards my wife, which <laughs> like I know the, the rest of your audience, frankly. I, I actually think I, uh, a lot of dirt bags in there. And I'm there going, oh, oh 100%. But, 100%. It's a lot of like 23 year old uh, beta males from Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's just yeah. like, can't, they just can't believe what they're watching. <laughs> they yeah. can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's really, it's really irritating. Fuck, I just, I just, kn- I just know, I just know they're not good people. <laughs> I just know that. Who's your dream audience? Like, do you have a, do you have like a demo that you want to really tap into that you haven't yet? Yeah, fucking boomers. <laughs> yeah, they've got the money, don't they? Yeah, yeah people, get with, that. people with money. Mm. Um, there's a few that do. I know. There's a few people that come and see me and are like, you know, are older, mm. uh, and they're always. I, they, they, yeah, it's always really nice when they when I see like older people just losing their shit because then it's it's like yeah. You didn't yeah. even know. You didn't even know you, you, you liked this. Yeah, that must be a good feeling. I realise there's no demographic I think likes me. I realise there's some talk. Because one day there was like a mainly young audience. I was like, well, they're fucking going to hate this. And the next day they're quite old and I thought, well, they're going to hate. There's no... I'm never going to look out yeah. before a gig and think, this is my crowd. I'm just going to think, this yeah, is a group yeah. of enemies. I've been... <laughs> my problem is I've been, I've been wrong so often that I can never make a prediction. Like The amount of times I've looked at a gig and thought, well, this is... It's just a hundred me's. This is going to be perfect, and I've eaten more shit than a dung beetle. And then I like, sometimes little... I go out. I mean, I go out in, like in Warrington, and I just think, fuck. Like, all, they're all wearing rugby shirts, and I go, well, this is not happening. And um, they I would me. love you to take a photo of the room that was a hundred views. <laughs> the doubt in that room would be unbelievable. <laughs> It'd be a lot. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you that the wives would not be having fun. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, what is it? What is it about you, Sean, that you think makes people go, "No, I don't. I'm not. I don't want this." 
I had a conversation with my agent about this recently. And she, did gen- <laughs> she did. She did. She did genuinely. You had a serious sit down with your agent about this recently. <laughs> she genuinely, genuinely told me you have to stop saying this to me, even like one on one, because. This, like, and I said, I, I think, I think there is something about me that is that is fundamentally repulsive to people. Like I'm, you're. Are you aware of the Uncanny Valley in animation? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm that, but I'm not animated. Like I. <laughs> Like people look at me and they go, "Well, he seems like he's a bloke, but there's something there." <laughs> and like, and like, I tell people this, and they go, "Oh no, but it's about shifting material and the perspective." And I go, "It's no, it's nothing to do with the jokes. It's there's something about me. I do think a lot of it is that I'm too tall, which is, <laughs> I th- Johnny does. Um, he really knows how to grind my gears in terms of that. Johnny, mm. Johnny believes I'm seven foot tall, which." Which I'm not, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know you're not, but if you said, if you insisted that you were, I would believe you. And he does. He's always like, I'm seven foot, John. <laughs> <laughs> so I now I just accept it. He's got body dysmorphia. He's a tall man who thinks yeah. he's slightly more tall than he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm all right. We're all, we're all fucking great comedians. You're I am. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Well, there you go. I went to see Sean on two days ago and you were very funny, weren't you? Yeah, there were podcast fans in my crowd. No way. At one point, I called Johnny a a cunt on stage. I went, shut up, Johnny, you cunt. And someone else in the audience went, hey, this is like your podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it was like the podcast in that no one was laughing. Everyone was confused. (laughs) Everyone was going, what is this? So, yeah, it was a lot like this podcast. Um... I found a I found a little uh, I found a little guide actually because we always try to help each other and help the audience with stuff. Jordan. And so if the audience want to be stand up comics, this is the guide for them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you sort of you're and it makes sense that you'd be reluctant to tell me your process, Jordan, about how you make my wife laugh so much. I think it's your sort of your goofy seriousness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like you're sort of you're very you're very playful. You're very playful, but you're very. You know, you're, you're clearly a very sort of cerebral, thoughtful fella, but you're very playful. Whereas I am not intelligent and absolutely not lighthearted as a person. Like I'm right. I yeah, think you'll, it's... You'll, you'll scream about a Cadbury's egg, won't you, Sean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I see. Uh, okay. How can I get your wife to love you? I think. No, she. she no, yeah, uh? yeah. No, she does. She, she must She's, love me. She must. She must. Do. She, must she loves do. Sean. She doesn't find him funny. She he, she loves the serious man that he's Sean McLaughlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of it's not live, laugh, love, but it's live, it's live and love, yeah. and that's good enough. Two out of three isn't bad. It's live, laugh, feel a bit live, bored. Live, try, love. That's it. That's what it's about. Live, smirk occasionally. <laughs> well, look, I found that I found this thing, and I think it would be good for us to go through it because obviously, Jordan, you're the you know. You're the comedian I long to be now. Um, right. And it's on career explode, uh, careerexplorer.com. Have you ever read this, either of you? No. But I'm it's a careers it website. It's very interesting. And it's, it's, the article is it's called It's Being a Comedian for Me. Um, <laughs> and so, Imagine if we all find the answers no. <laughs> it's no for all of us. Well, <laughs> this is what it says. First thing, average salary, $15 an hour. So that's not nothing, is it? But that's... You only do 20 minutes. Well, That's five dollars. God, I wait. Five. Imagine earning five dollars. Growth. Growth. It just says not applicable. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
So this thing thinks you top out at $15 an hour. $15 is the average. You cannot grow. They think Sarah Silverman's on $15 an hour. It says the satisfaction, though, is very high. I don't know if a comedian wrote this, to be honest. Um, so I would say uh, it's a step one. Now, Jordan, let, let me go through this and see if you feel like you hit these. You hit these, you know. Okay. Step one, make people laugh. Thoughts? <sighs> Thoughts on that? Because that's that's one element of comedy that I've always felt is optional. Yeah, but you're but you can do that. You can make them laugh, can't you? I th- I I think your wife laughs at me because because sometimes what I'm saying it, it isn't funny, <laughs> and she's laughing because it's because it makes her uncomfortable. Like it's a it's a physiological response. It's not there's there's something else going on. It's not it's not just about being like that's funny and I'm now going to laugh. It's why the why has he said that? When when we went to see your last show, there were two times during the hour that she whispered in my ear, and I've never said this to you, Jordan, but she did say, "Bloody hell, he's so brilliant." Aww. And I guarantee you, she has never said that to me or about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till she sees the the latest show because it is great <laughs> shite. <laughs> No, Don't no. worry, I'll, I'll make your wife love you or laugh. laugh. <laughs> yeah. Just, just come and see my new show. I, I do know what you mean, though, John, about like sometimes uncom- like uncomfortable truths or like sort of existential horror makes people laugh out of mm. like, like they're it's they're freaked out, and then mm. where we deal with that is just it's like when you laugh at a funeral because you're suddenly terribly aware that you're going to die, and that just is too much. Yeah, Johnny, yeah, what's totally. Johnny? That is. I think you two are a bad mix. Can I say that? I think you're both very downbeat, grim people. And we're trying to make a fun fucking podcast here. If me and Jordan had a podcast, it'd be, it would be, it would turn bleak. It'd be very agreeable. Yeah, we'd both, we'd eat, it, it, we'd just say sad sentences to one another and then nod. <laughs> right, it says here, make your friends laugh. While making your friends laugh at school or at the office is not the same as getting up on stage and making people laugh who you don't know, laugh. Who wrote this? <laughs> However, it is a step in the right direction and an early way to practice your craft. So basically, if you're listening to this, you want to be a comedian, basically you have to go out there and try and make every single person in your life laugh. Um, that, I, I mean, I think that would be really good. I why don't we think do, that would be annoying at Sean, all. Sean, why don't you um, tell your address to the people who listened and they can all come on and try and make your wife laugh as a test to see whether they're funny or less funny than you. Do you think that's Mark, a good idea? I swear to fucking God. <laughs> like, I'm not even saying this. I, like, I'm not even saying this lightly. I've, n- I've never made her laugh like on purpose. <laughs> like, I've never made her that laugh. That just can't be true. Honest, I, guys, I've, I work so hard on my stuff. <laughs> I've done so much thought and effort into making my wife laugh, and it, it just never Do lands. Do you mean in person or instead? Because I love the idea of you, like, Both. coming up and cutting out little... You see, your nipples are out whilst you're cooking off. You know the way that people feel about Mugabe? Like, that is how she feels about me whenever I try and be funny. I do think right. that. Um, now, the next... I couples therapy. I think, I think you, you can make her laugh. I believe in you. Mate, if I go to couples therapy, it's... It's over. Yeah, don't go to couples right. therapy. It can be right. too much truth revealed there, can't there? Have you done couples therapy, either of you? That is a very I- personal question. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, no. But no. no. I would, but I, like, I would do it, for sure. I, mm. I'm, t- I'm totally open to it. I, I think I'd do it, but I think it's that thing of being like, both me and Sophie, you're in normal therapy, and then you took couples therapy on, you think, am I just, I need to do, I need to do something in my day to be able to talk to my therapist about that. 
can't just be going like, well, that's not what they say about individual fair please. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say really... she's a bitch, and that. <laughs> This is a really depressing episode you guys are making. Could you fucking just lighten up a bit? Um, anyway, you're the one th- talking about. You're the, fundamentally, Sean. You've come on saying you can't make your wife laugh. Shut the fuck. And then you're blaming Sorry. us. Well, you can't make your wife laugh, and you're also not willing to interrogate it under controlled circumstances. Like if you went to couples therapy, you might actually learn a lot about the dynamics of your relationship, what sits below the surface, and that might help nurture a, a stronger more honest connection between you two maybe you'd make the therapist laugh (laughs) think you can do that you think you can make a therapist laugh step two (laughs) (laughs) I'm really into this might be my favourite part because Sean you can see Sean having an anxiety (laughs) step two be informed and relatable there you go Oh. Accomplished comedians pay attention to what is going on in the news. Jordan, what's going on in the news? I've honestly haven't looked for six months. I don't know. Well, uh, this this article suggests that you, if you want to be more accomplished, you should. Apparently, current events and, politi- and politics inspire limitless and relatable material. Do you do you, do you do stuff about the, the world? About the world? Yeah, like do you do do you do broad broader about like comments about the world or is it? Sean's new show, a lot of it's about the geopolitical shift from the West to China. A lot of your comedy is about that, isn't it? Yeah, it is about that, yeah. Because as as my wife says, you're too serious and you're talking (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically that, but through fingering jokes. It's actually, I would say, one of the greatest pieces of art that this country's ever produced. Um, Apparently the best routines are not performances. Hmm. They are instead conversations and interactions which build a comfortable rapport with the audience. Now, that is something I've always struggled with. Jordan, you're very good at that. I always feel like you have a good connection with the audience whenever I see you. You know, you're, you're very open. You sort, of, you sort of do it on your own terms and they see something of themselves in you. Right. I didn't know that. Um, well, I think it's... Uh, what do I think about what you've just said? <laughs> I think it's it's impulses, right? It's impulses. You follow your impulses, and if you build if you build if you build your act from from impulses, then we we can see that that's funny and natural, and we like that. What about at the end of this, Sean? You do a bit of comedy for us, having <laughs> having having learned the things you've learned. You improv a bit of stand up. That can make no fucking idea what he was talking about there. Right, just <laughs> like, a bit of just a bit of like vulnerability. But hey, you're I'm not person. vulnerable. Your your be- vulnerability screams from you, Sean, but you try and hide it. You need to embrace your vulnerability. I'm the most vulnerable man in the country. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Every time but I there's... fucking go out the door, there's some weird shit happening to me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's you're... not, that's not yeah. vulnerable. That's just busy. <laughs> just busy. I genuinely, don't, genuinely don't know the difference. Uh, I think you two should go to fucking couple therapy together. <laughs> You two, you two are the problem. This podcast has made me feel much better about myself. I just want to say that. I thought I was the issue. Do you know what? It's that bitch wife of mine. She's okay. You're welcome to her, Jordan. You're absolutely welcome to her. She can sit in your little hovel and you you, two, you and Johnny can have your chat. Nah, not me, mate. I'm bulletproof. There's what no... We... <laughs> what are you say? I was about to say human pain is a state of mind. Look... Why don't we go to Couples Therapy, me and you, Sean? We should probably get a therapist on for one episode of this. I would we? love to get therapist. a therapist. We get my mum and dad on. Actually, that can't happen. Uh, no. Look, 
Um, step three, write, rehearse, and edit. The first thing you need to do is write an opener, apparently. This I be- don't have a good opener at the moment. Anyone want to... I, my opener at the moment is just a long story about how I was mugged. Can anyone help me... What should be a good joke for me to open? Like, hey... The weather's pretty cold. Do you think that's anything? Yeah, yeah that's, that, that, that's something in that, man. That'll, yeah. slay, that. that'll really slay them, I think. That'll really yeah, slay them. Well, apparently it says you if you write tight setups, that'll help. So it says the setup establishes the premise of the joke. It informs your audience of any background information they need to know to understand it. The best setups are clear and to the point, and they've got an example here that we meant to finish. So this might be a nice little test, actually. This could be my new opener. Because I'll know where I'm going with it. Yeah. And then I'll be interested to hear where Jordan and you go with it. And yeah. I'll think, oh, maybe one day I can, if I change my mind, like my mindset, my wife will love me. Yeah. So apparently th- this is the setup. This could be your new opener, Johnny. A priest, a minister, and a rabbi walk into a bar. Oh, they all shag. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's great. I would like, that. I would laugh if someone did that. I mean, that's funny because you're not expecting them to shag because they're quite religious men. Yeah. And they're, they're fucking out And also you seem really surprised by your own answer. And that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's vulnerable and that's yeah. fun. People, people, yeah, people always say about good stand-up is you need to deliver it as if you're thinking of it for the first time. And hook, line and stinker, you had that one. <laughs> well, I mean, that, so that might be when you open it. What is it? A priest, a rabbi? A priest, a rabbi, a, a priest, a minister and a rabbi walk into a bar. Ugh, they all shag. <laughs> that's your new opener, is it? Yeah, sorting. I tell you what. That's the clearest thing I've got from this podcast. Um, comedy store. Come on, on Saturday night, I'm ready for you. Honestly, Jordan, what lose, do you think? I would lose my mind if I, if, if I saw you do that, Johnny. I would, I would lose my fucking mind if you open with that. Jordan, do you have any uh, punchlines for that? A priest, a minister, and a rabbi walk into a bar? No, I probably don't. I think I'd probably... Have- <laughs> I'd probably That's just add so myself. Confident. I'd pro- <laughs> I've thought about it and absolutely not. No, I'd, I'd probably add myself. I'd probably be like, oh, and then I, I come in as well, and I'm like, how's it going, boys? And then, <laughs> and then I act out a conversation between them that goes on for, for way too long. Mm. God. So, what do you do, Sean? Uh, Talk about China again. Get yeah, China in. Priest, a priest, a minister, and a rabbi walk into a bar, and they say, "Do you think the rise of the East financially <laughs> will affect the dominance of our religions in the cultural sphere? Is Taoism and Buddhism about to overtake Christianity and Judaism as the predominant uh, cultural depictions of religion?" And then, and then I go, "Oh, they all shag." <laughs> God, they all shag as well. <laughs> I don't know why your wife doesn't find you funny with stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Apparently, um, you need to write punchlines. It says here the punchline is the laugh line of the joke. What? Yeah, that's the they that. all shag. That's you know the bit. You know what I said? They all shag. That's yeah, the punchline. Was. Clear, yeah, concise. Mm. Oh my god! It was that was the punchline. Because you notice everyone just started how when I said it, people just lost their minds. So that's well, Johnny, I think we should build this routine up a bit more because it says here you, know, you write tags. It says tags are an additional or secondary punchline that come after the initial punchline. Oh my god! So like you do. You, so what's a tag? So you've got you've yeah. got a, 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 a rabbi, a minister, and a priest walk into a bar. They all shag, and yeah. then what's the what's the hooker? What's the um, hook? what is the hooker? They're shagging, and then some, what happens during sex? And then they. Start to cry because of guilt. No, I shouldn't say because of guilt. They just, they all start crying. They all shag and cry. That's funny. That's the joke. They shag and cry. Do keep the five-star reviews rolling in for this podcast, (laughs) by the way, listeners. Really. (laughs) 
All right. Oh, God, Next step. This is so good. Get on stage, practice, and repeat. How much stage time are you, get, are you getting at the minute, Jordan? How much? I mean, are you gigging every night? Are you gigging five night, five times a week? What do you think? <laughs> can I just say? Do I have the, do I have the vibe I just say, of the guy who's on the road? It does. I just want to make this clear. Jordan is not doing this podcast under duress. <laughs> He's sort of delivering it like I've got a gun to his head. And you're like, uh, what do you think? <laughs> Whatever you want me to say, I'll say it. <laughs> Winking to the camera, trying to let people know. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm not um, I don't gig that much. I'm doing a few here and there. I sort of do like a burst and then a, a, a few and then I'll stop. But I'm finding it's, uh, I don't, I'm not, there's no momentum. Mm. So each, you- show, each show I'm just like in a, such a different mindset each time. So mm. uh, I don't think I- it's a good thing. Are you doing Edinburgh this summer? Yeah, I am. Are you? I'm not. No, but do you? Because you? Because I like. I do. You, would you like do an hour? Because like Sophie, my partner, when she was doing Edinburgh, would find a way to write like an hour. Whereas I write in like minute bits, like mm. tiny chunks. Are you more for someone who does like longer? Like, would you go in with an hour or like half an hour straight from the top? Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's a sort of. I guess it's like a mix of bits and also with an eye to an hour and how it all fits together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's sort of both at the same time. That makes moment. sense. I just yeah. cannot believe my wife finds that funnier than what I'm, I'm giving her. <laughs> I told I'm, you, it's just the it's the vulnerability. It's the, it's the like, oh, wow, we're really seeing a person's soul here. But I don't, sh- have, I don't have vulnerability. Everything's fine in my life and everything's fine. And I'm not in any pain. But so it's not no because issue. you're a person and being a person is, no. is challenging. So no, I'm fine. That's and also, the whole point of this pod is with. that your wife doesn't love you and she's going to leave you because she doesn't find you funny. That isn't <clears> ideal. I don't want to break your bubble shot, but that's not what winners... Winners find their wives find them funny. Yeah, winners no, they put silly don't. faces in their routines and save their marriage at the same time. Yeah. Get that, like, we're doing merch at the moment, Jordan. I think that might be... <laughs> we might get that on the merch. <laughs> winners, winners' wives don't... Steve Jobs' wife didn't find Steve Jobs funny. There's nothing funny about Steve Jobs. But look, look, turn around and look at your house, Sean. Does it look like Steve Jobs' house? Oh, you go fuck yourself, you <laughs> four-eyed goon. Sick of you both. Biggest, biggest, biggest mistake we've ever made on this podcast is get, getting you on, Jordan. Because what you've done right. is, you, is you've radicalised the moderates. You've, radical, you've radicalised Pelham. This has always been in his locker. The difference between me and you, Johnny, and I don't, I'm sorry you have to hear this, Jordan. The difference between me and you is I'd have, had a, I'd have had to push things down and ignore it, Okay. <laughs> I I know how to get to the nub of the issue, which is this hurts, eat it away. Whereas you're like, oh, I'm going to go to therapy again. You coward. Um, yeah, by the way, I do go to therapy or whatever. Um, Please take that into consideration and don't go to therapy. However much you feel bad, never go to therapy. Don't. That's the message of this pod. <laughs> Just keep eating your own arm, never go to therapy. <laughs> eating your, if you're eating your own arm, I'd say, yeah, get someone to take a look at you. Take a look at the old nog nog. Um, <laughs> you think that's funny, nog nog, instead of nog? Yeah, say that, say that I'll in front of your that. wife later. <laughs> I will. Here's the problem. I will do that. That's the problem. The problem, John, is I will do it, and I won't even... I'll, I won't make it natural. I, it'll be, she'll be like... I'll be like, bloody hell. Been thinking what, a lot. Look- the, I've been thinking a lot in the old nog nog, and she'd be like, "Get what? <laughs> what? 
This is what it will look like someone's dubbed you over. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it, it'll be too unnatural. Go, right. What's going on in that little nog-nog of yours? Is that Do that. That'll, that'll make her laugh, would it? If I just do, say silly things, like if I don't call it a cup, I call it something else. Yeah, that's, just call it cuppy. Just add a, add a Y to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. Like, uh, do you? watching Simpsons, it'd be like, should we watch Simpies? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, just, it's just playful. It's just playful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. We don't really watch The Simpsons in my house. I don't really agree with that sort of humour. Well, no. <laughs> um, tonight's the night. Have a, have a Simpies marathon. Come on, honey. Let's put on the worldie at Wari. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning a lot now. I feel like we're really getting into into our, our vibe now here. Um, okay, the next step is you learn from other comedians. Now, this is something I feel. Um, I really feel like that one. I'm I'm, la- I'm nailing that one. I mean, I mean if anything, I'm you, learning a bit too bloody much. You brought a, you brought a comedian onto the podcast to learn from. So that one, yeah. your, your streets ahead. Exactly, and. Um, and I'm ending my show this year by smashing a watermelon with a mallet. So, like, I'm really... I think I'm bit... Gallagher. You know Gallagher? No. Do you know Gallagher, Jordan? No, what's, what are you saying? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Gallagher? I fucking hate this. How has Gallagher got one name? This. Like, Madonna. Madonna, Beyonce, Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher! He was like a you American comedian. He used to hit fruit with with, with hammers. That Have was you his got mugs? <laughs> I've got you've got Matt. You work in comedy. David O'Gallagher is. I said it's a good job I mentioned this because you're going to look him up, and I swear to God, it's going to change your life. My only worry is I think I might know how he ends his act. <laughs> I have given away the punchline. Yeah, I admit that. Just loads of watermelons. I'm thinking, what is the fuck is he going to do with those watermelons? <laughs> something exciting. He's got a hammer. I can't. I don't know what's happening here. Something's happening. So is that, is that what you're doing at the end of your show, Sean? I'm I'm reconstructing a broken watermelon, and I'm making that a, a metaphor for our fractured modern time in the Western world. Edinburgh's changed comedy, hasn't it? Oh, must it be a metaphor? <laughs> can it not? Can it not just be a man trying to piece together a watermelon for a laugh? For a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is about China. This is about China. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not laughing at China. Stop, Stop it. Laughing. This represents a new Silk Road. <laughs> human rights violations. They've got they're doing human rights violations. Totalitarity. Statum. Round of applause. Five stars. Wife loves me. And the key thing is, I've never had to face any pain. Look, ultimately, the last thing they say, and I think that sums this pot up. Find your own style. Jordan, you've got a killer style on stage. <laughs> you get out there. You get out there. You stick it to the man. You know, you really let those you let those sort of uh, those libtards have it. Johnny, I'd say your style could do with a bit of refining. I mean, what would you describe your comedy style as, Johnny? Uh, sad boy reveals all. <laughs> mm. And that's well, why me and Jordan get on. And what would you describe yours as, Sean? Like, angry man screams at pigeon. Incredibly normal, well-adjusted man... Uh, screams has, at pigeon. Has a, good, ...has a good life. That's what I'd, that's what I'd describe it as. End What's of conversation. <laughs> it says comedians may purposefully search for their own style of comedy. Oh, my God, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. 
what? there any comedy you'd like a comedian you'd like to be like? No, I was just going to ask that. Good question. I'd like Who... to rap. I'd like to rap in my act. So, right. Who raps, in the, who raps in their act? Like a band of man or like a... Right. Just one of those, some Brown. of those fun yeah. Doc Brown people like that. Like it's, very, it's I think that's a big cool thing. It gets the crowd really going. I think my wife would really get a kick out of it if I started rapping. I think what that, would you What would you do a rap about though? Um, laughing at anything. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my wife hates rap. me secretly. I would never rap about that. I'd probably rap more about you know. I don't know. I mean, I guess President G. You know, is he behind? <laughs> A lot of the turmoil facing the energy crisis in the Western world, you know, does he technically, is it a petrocurrency? Do you think that would be funny? No, but I think you could do, <laughs> you should end your show doing a rap that you have purposefully done to make your wife laugh. And it's full of like lots of clowny, vulnerable nonsense, lots of dumb faces, you humiliating yourself. I think that would be really sweet, really poignant, actually. I think it would, and I need to make it clear, based on all of the ways we've described how my wife laughs, she isn't like a a child. (laughs) The audience at this point might be thinking, is he married to like a six-year-old? Because all the advice that is accurate is, yeah, just do dumb faces. Throw in some references that she can understand, like Ben 10 characters. Oh, God. Well, I've certainly learned a lot about how to be a great uh, comedian. Um, do come see my show on tour, listeners, by the way, if you're listening to this. And uh, Jordan, you're doing a tour. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go see that. If you, if, you, if you want to sit in a room and laugh at a man enjoying life, then go see Jordan. But if you want something with a bit of class, a bit of dignity, Sean McLaughlin's your man. Um, if you want to meet my wife, go to see Jordan. She'll be, <laughs> she'll be the six-year-old laughing in the front row. <laughs> <line. laughs> she'll be a, she'll be one she'll be one of the tots down front. <laughs> if you're if you're on a certain type of register, go to my show yeah. uh, because my wife will be nowhere near there. You will not be breaching your parole. <laughs> Uh, um, what was funny about that was it was very funny and sweet the sort of idea that your wife was a sick girl other than the sort of paedophilia looming in the background but we managed to avoid it until you mentioned the mm. register and then it became quite serious and dark and horrible again I think it was pretty horrible anyway no but it was quite sillily done like it was about like the jokes you laugh at and there wasn't but then you, well, you if, that's not, if that's not a metaphor for how the last 45 minutes have gone it was a fun, silly thing that I've made too serious and ruined. That's what you're basically saying. If you, have either of you ever done to comedy to kids or like an audience I, where there's adults with, with children? I thought you were going to say, have you ever done a podcast before? Have you, have, you guys, have you guys spoken out loud before? It's really, it is, um, it, when we're good, we're so good, but you really, you know. I've really derailed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, you've you've been perfect. Sean, the just... thing you've, the thing you've got to know about this point is every single week, Sean talks at this stage about how the podcast has been shit this week, <laughs> and he does it on air for a while, and he's always like, "This has been the shittest one, hasn't it? This one. I mean, this one is unusable." We've actually some of them got so bad. We I have to talk him down the cliff and be like, "Look, Sean, we just don't have time to record another one. This one's okay." Mm. We have we get emails from our listeners who are great, and all of them are, "Please don't quit the." pod it is genuinely quite good <laughs> i don't think mark maron's getting those sort of emails no no he if anything he's getting the opposite he's getting please stop please stop interviewing people you've done everyone now <laughs> you must stop you must stop oh well anything to plug jordan <laughs> uh 
I'm doing a, a show at Soho Theatre, if you're London-based. That's on the 23rd of May, and it is for about two and a half weeks. And uh, come along if you like seeing a show that some nights will look almost finished. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be brilliant. I'm going to be there. I'm sure it'll be amazing. I won't be there because I live in Manchester, but I'd be just, there it's in just a heartbeat. Finished. It's yeah, just it'll be not great, though. It's fine. just not finished. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It, um, um, and then, d- yeah, do go see that. And then I'm, I'm, and then I'm at the fringe as well, and then, and then I'm touring. So it'll be very different. I think if you see it now, it'll be very different by the time the tour is. Genuinely, one of the funniest comedians ever. I, I do mean that, Jordan. I really. So, well, right. We're not supposed to say these things to each other, though. We're supposed to say it privately. Well, no, I'm saying it right because uh, that's quite vulnerable, Sean. Sean, that is that was that was vulnerable. Say that to your wife. Say that to my wife. You're one of the greatest women ever. <laughs> That, that was is that vulnerable. it. Well, how was that vulnerable? Because I I've put myself out there. Is it? Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. you're revealing like honesty and it's it's connective and it's lovely. And there was a moment after you said it where I really felt like I saw you. I did. I did. I did. I did want it all to end after I'd said it. There was that two seconds before anyone <laughs> yeah. said anything. Is that vulnerability? That's yeah. vulnerability. When baby. you say something and then you just think oh, it would be so good if like a if a bomb went off and. <laughs> But like that would really get me out of some serious trouble. Yeah, it's beautiful. Maybe that's vulnerability. That is vulnerability. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe the episode was all about actually becoming vulnerable and not about becoming funny. Because as as our listeners know, we're pretty funny anyway. <laughs> uh, Jordan, are we allowed to talk about uh, and plug your amazing uh, sh- uh, all four blap you just did? Oh, I mean, yeah. Why Why would I object to that? It was it's so good. It's so a black on Channel Fight. So brilliant. What's you it should... called? Late Night oh, Forever. So much. Yeah, it's called Late Night Forever. Yeah, um, and we filmed it in March. Uh, I wrote it with uh, Zoe Tomlin, who's amazing. Who's you don't need also... to mention that. You don't need to mention that. Just uh, right. Cut that out. Uh, yeah, I did it all myself. Filmed it, edited it, produced it. Uh... He's all four actors in it. Um, uh, it's got. Uh, it's it's like the Pentaveret. It's his, his version of the Pentaveret. <laughs> uh, I wrote it. Yeah, so I wrote it with Zoe, and then uh, Roscoe Five, these great directors, directed it. And then it's got Sunil Patel and Amy Gledhill, who are both obviously mm. great acts. Uh, and Debbie McGee is in it as well. Oh, it's so good. Agreed it's to be so in it, which good. Is mad. It's so fucking good, Jordan. Oh, thanks um, so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's turned out well, I think. It's it's one of those ones where you go, oh, actually, yeah, I would watch... You know what I mean? You would watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made something that you would enjoy, which yeah, is Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I do feel like I've learned a lot, actually. Um, I'm going to get down there right now, and I'm just going to... I'm going to... I'm going to be very, very <laughs> funny at my wife for about an hour. <laughs> and I think... I think the, I think we're going to be all right. I, I think you're going to be all right. I think it's just it's just it's just loosening up a bit. And yeah. when we renew our vows, I want you to be like the magistrate or whatever the person. Is me, me? No, no, not you, Jordan. The magistrate. <laughs> I know. I know. But is that is that because you're worried that your the vows might not actually be that funny? And so if I'm there. You can you can at least be like, well, maybe she's just laughing. Do you know what I mean? I'm like the safety net. You know, you're guaranteed some laughs from her. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. Okay. And also, I can just like, because I'll probably be my vows. I'd probably use a lot of the tips that you gave me. Like, <laughs> like 
So, and if they go wrong, I could, I'll be able to go, don't blame me. He bloody told me to say this. So I'll be there like, I'll be there like kind of running around and like kind of living in the moment and being mm. like, and then I'd say things like, love, 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 was, lovey no, forever. Neither of those were the tips. It wasn't living the moment or run around. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you got from this? You run around a lot. Go for a I'm run. I'm jogging to make my wife laugh. <laughs> no. Like an ultra- Chamarathon. <laughs> no, lesson learned. Well done, everyone. Another great, another great pod in the bag. Well done. Is this, has this been commissioned by someone? <laughs> no. Excuse me? No, it isn't. But we are the, um, we are the home of witty banter. So do keep that in mind. <laughs> right, okay. We are the official. That's our tagline is the home of witty banter. You are the home of witty banter. Dave, right. Dave didn't want the, the tagline anymore. So we've taken it. So we're the home of witty right. banter. Right, okay, it's up for grabs. There is, yeah. It's not up for grabs anymore. It's ours. Yeah, it's ours. <laughs> And, and Dave will want it back, and it is going to cost them um, <laughs> seven figures, please. Um, now, there's one thing we like to say at the end of every episode with our guest: is uh, I say my name, then Johnny will say his name. You'll say your name, which is Jordan Brooks. You can do a funny name if you want. I don't want to do a funny name. Okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd, I, I thought I'd offer that to you on a platter. Um, and then we're going to go, and we are, f- and we all go failing better. And it always works really well. It's never worked once. <laughs> it, it might work this time. I believe in you, Jordan. I think you're the man to get us through. Yeah. What, what does it, what, what purpose does it serve? What, what does any, what does, what's the purpose of anything? Yeah, just, That's a know, good point. Right, let's do it. meaningless. Let's do it. Uh, I, I think, if you want my opinion, I think you two need to lighten up on this vulnerability thing because it is, it is jarring to watch. <laughs> You need to just be like, right, he said it, let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. Are you ready? And honestly, mm-hmm. great app. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me. I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Johnny Pallum. I'm Jordan Brooks. And together we are... Failing Better! Well, that was lovely. Best one that yet. That was really nice. Woohoo! Welcome to the third section of the pod, the mail and fail bag. Um, the mail and fail bag. Mail and fail bag. The exciting news is that I'm expecting uh, an industrial cleaner to come round any minute to get rid of all the shit and piss stains when my dog has shit and pissed on the carpet upstairs because the landlord is coming over on Monday. So I might have to run off at any moment. Um, so it adds an air of excitement i would say it's like a mission impossible film isn't it it's it like, like it's, a very po- low budget mission impossible right you're gonna go to russia get the diamonds save the world no no he's gonna walk downstairs and let an industrial carpet cleaner into his house oh, but my um, worry is well i don't know the answer to this is the industrial carpet cleaner might be too loud for us to be able to do the pod so the pod could just end at any moment now really well, let's uh, let's stop dawdling and get down to some emails. We've had We've some nice some emails. emails. We've got an email from Jez Cordelli. Cord- How would you pronounce his name, Sean? Spell it. Oh, you've not got it up. C O U R D E double L E. Cordell. Cordell. Cordelli. Surely. Cordelli. Eh, Jez Cordelli. He says, "Dear Sean and Johnny." Please don't stop doing the podcast. It has very quickly become one of my favourites. So far, this feels like quite a sycophantic email for you to make me read out, Sean. One of the favourites? But who, what's... Uh, Jez, what are you preferring That's this? Yeah, that is a bit annoying, actually. One of your favourites. We we're, not, we're not doing this to, to compete. We're doing this to win. We're failing yeah. better. 
we're failing with the best. I'm six foot three. This is Jez, I should say, not me. I'm not six foot three. I'm five foot eleven. Jez is six foot three. Sean McLaughlin, as we know, eight foot two. I'm six foot three, so I should know a good podcast when I hear one. <laughs> Jez, great banter. Where was this with Jordan? Fuck, we should have got him on the pod. Jez, if you want to be on the pod next week, get some podcast equipment. Keep on bantering, he says. It's better when you're horrible to each other, by the way. It feels like there's no place for genuine niceness on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took a turn, didn't it? Took a turn. Yeah, that's because you can't be vulnerable, Sean. That's why there's no place for genuine niceness. I don't need any advice. Well, I'm arrogant. As stated before, I'm six foot three, so I have my shit together. But thought I'd respond to your clear need for praise from listeners by sending a little encouragement. Great pod, keep it up. Hope this helps. Cheers. Cheers, Cordelli. What a lovely message from Jez Cordelli. Jez Cordelli, all the way from, I assume, the Isle of Sicily. God bless He's, you. He must be there. And quite high up in the mafia, I've heard. <laughs> Very high up. Mamma mia, it's a failing better. What the fuck? This one, I've just read. This is fucking bullshit. I, 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 there's, someone sent one in, and near the end it says, oh, and Johnny, you're funny as well. Hey. Johnny, don't feel bad. I wrote it like this for comedy purpose more than anything. You two have great chemistry. Who the fuck is this guy? Jaroslav Noah, and let me... St- I don't say this lightly. You're a piece of shit. All right, let's read what it says. It says, Nigerian prince is going through difficult times and he wishes to donate his royal collection of elephants to your podcast. Jaroslav Noah is having a, a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, this is really good. You haven't even read the email yet. I've not. Let, the guy, let the guy do uh-huh. it. Jaroslav Noah's email... It's not another advice. What's his for name? It doesn't. It just sounds like you're making weird noises. Jaros, so J A R O S L. Jaroslav. Yeah, Noah. N O H A, like the man with the ark. Or no, would you? How would you? What do you pronounce? Noah. N O H A. It's probably Nohar. Nohar. <laughs> that's Nohar. Should, that's, that, that's what my, that's my, my most recent review. Nohar. <laughs> That was a good bit of banter. We got there together. Well done. Um, he's what? It's not another free advice, free scam. I'm just joking. Surely failing at it as well. Too right, Jaroslav. No harm. Leave him alone. I think he's. I, I want to hear what he's got to say. This is one of your listeners. Brackets. Hopefully not a single one from the Czech Republic. Hi, hey. my name is Jaroslav. That's quite exciting. He's from Czech Republic. I'll, Spot Arsenal and very much like Thomas Rizicki as a footballer. I hope I don't misunderstand you, Sean, when you describe being too hard on yourself, doubting yourself. I can so relate to it. Anyway, your pod has been helping me quite a bit these last weeks and months. Right, Jaroslav, I do take it back quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot, Johnny. We get a freaking lovely email. (laughs) I mean, but he has... has he has, well, I read mean, the whole thing. Read the whole then thing. Then he said, please keep them coming. And perhaps one day, Sean, one day, Sean, you'll visit Prague or a different Czech city for a gig again. I've known you since the Ricky Gervais support act. Love heart. And then he said, oh, and Johnny, you're funny as well. P.S. Johnny Duckfield, but I wrote it like this for Coney purposes more than anything. You two have good chemistry. Well, you have hurt my feelings, Jaroslav, but I'm glad we, the pod has been there to help you, and I wish you all the best in your future life. Maybe yeah, we'll maybe. do a podcast in Czech Republic. Would you like that, Sean? Live show in Prague. That'd be great. It feels viable financially, too. I mean, we've got one person there. Yeah, Jaroslav, how many people do you think you could get to come to a show in Prague? If you can get 30, we'll do it. Is that a deal? I don't know. That's, I mean, we're still losing a lot of money on that. It's cheap, though, isn't it? Prague's very cheap. That's true. All right, if you can get 30... I, I think 
the problem is, if there's a s small chance that Jaroslav can get 30 and then we have to go to Prague. Right, if you can get, Jaroslav, if you can get 50 people in a room, we'll go to Prague and we'll do the first ever Failing Better live show in Prague. That is that is a vow. That is a vow. And look, if you're from another European city and feel you can get 50 people, we're coming to your place. <laughs> so basically, we'll do the first Failing Better live pod in any city where someone thinks they can get 50 people. Ideally, not somewhere shit. <laughs> Yeah, ideally Macclesfield. not. Some... <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, thank you. Failingbetterpod at gmail.com is the email address. Do send us more stuff. And genuinely, thank you so much for listening for the nice uh, reviews and ratings. They really help uh, in a literal sense as well as in a sense. And you can sense. do it now. You listen to the pod. You probably buy your laptop. I think just quickly give us a review. Uh, send us an email look the good thing is we literally got two emails so if you send us an email you will be on the pod yeah yeah if you want to flog something like this is free advertising yeah yeah like a lot like if you write into BBC Breakfast you, you really have to you're unlikely to make the cut yeah there, there is no cutting process we have we, we have a policy if you send us an email we will read it if you have a microphone you will be a guest on the podcast <laughs> that's a JP guarantee it's a JP guarantee. Um, right. New episode next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Sean McLaughlin. And I'm Mr. Jonathan Pelham. <laughs> and together we are... Failing Metal. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. All right, well, good luck. I've just woken up. Let's go for it. <laughs> 15% off your first order at Bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.